guys, welcome back to the Oh My Allergies podcast. It's your host Valencia and in today's episode we're going to be talking about the allergy season, it coming up and also talking about the coronavirus and just talking about the differences in between symptoms and really just diving it into that topic because it's such a hot topic because it's something that has turned into a full-on pandemic and I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I acted like it didn't exist and I just did a podcast episode like nothing's going on in the world so that is going to be today's topic but before we get into all of that and its goodness let's go into what's been going on So what's been going on with me? (laughs) Well, um, these last few weeks have really just been booked and busy. And like the words of Ricky T, if you know who I'm talking about, Um, just not not only in terms of like schoolwork and extracurriculars, but also with the, you know, the elephant in the room. Um, At this point, you would have to honestly live underneath a rock if you didn't know that the coronavirus existed and that it's turned into a full-on pandemic and that, like, people are dying from this virus. And it's honestly really scary. And this virus, it really just has impacted the world in so many ways. You know, it's affected how people interact with each other on a day-to-day basis with the whole, like social distancing you know to grocery stores and how there are so many shortages that are happening because so many people are buying up all the cleaning supplies and the hand sanitizer and toilet paper for some odd reason and to be honest I'm like why are people buying up all the hand sanitizer you should already have that anyway and it tells me that people aren't clean and you know they're from like grocery stores like I said you know to events like SXSW, Coachella, Stagecoach to like there being like different travel bans and airport customs having like really long lines to like cruise ships really just being looked at at like such a different light now and honestly just making people not want to get on another cruise like ever to you know it affecting sports to NBA stopping their season MLS putting their season on hold for 30 days to it affecting schools universities school systems around the world like I know for my school like we're going to be moving online classes and then like the whole topic of students being kicked out of their dorms and living spaces and not really knowing where they're going to be living is honestly insane and you know there's like a lot of seniors that are not knowing if they're going to be able to have commencement and be able to walk and like have their whole graduation ceremony and I know people that are like are my friends and acquaintances they are like student athletes and like their seasons were cut short and now they have to not only abruptly say goodbye to their sport but also their university and like all the people that they've been around for like four years and I I just can't imagine that feeling and it really sucks and like I know a lot of people including myself feel like they really just can't do anything and that they're just going to be cooped up in their house the whole time because of the social distancing and not being able to be in crowds of more than like 50 people, 25 people, depending on where you are in the United States. And then like with all of this and, you know, it being summer internship season, it's, it's, it's just a lot to be honest. And it's very overwhelming. 
And this is such an um, overwhelming and weird time that we're living in now. And the sad thing is that we're only in month three of 2020. Like, we haven't even hit the first day of spring, guys. Like, this is absolutely insane what's going on. And so I know that since this is such a weird time within society in a time where anxiety can creep up on us and fear can enter us and I've really been using this time to lean into my faith and really just to give me a sense of calmness and peace and um, this past weekend I watched um, online service with this church called Elevation Church. I really love Steve Furtick really like you know what he stands for his church stands for and I really liked how he talked about how nothing can stop believers from coming together as one and just being able to allow God to carry like all of our fear our doubt and our anxiety and really just immersing ourselves into the word of God as you know we were are currently in a situation that's filled with a lot of unknowns but the one thing that we do know that is God is always remains and that he is the only constant that we have in life. So one of my favorite songs that's really been so powerful in my life right now, it's called I Will Fear No More by this group called The Afters. Now, I probably would describe this group as like the Christian band version of One Republic, even though I'm pretty sure Ryan Tedder is a believer himself, but that's besides the point. I've really been like listening to their music so much and I've honestly just really re-fallen in love with this whole Christian inspirational genre because the songs have like actual meaning to them and they have positive messages in them and they really just put me in the best mood and really just help with getting me out of a rut if I'm in one. So that's kind of what's been going on with me and kind of like where my headspace is with like everything that's going on as far as current events are concerned. So with that being said, I guess we can get right into my foodie likes and dislikes. So my first foodie like is from the brand Cedar Hummus and it's their snack packs. I discovered them when I went to Kroger a while back and I started to like re-get them again. And I really like them because I'll just pack them in my bag if I don't have time to go to the dining hall or I just don't want to go to the dining hall. I'll like bring them in class and like eat them and it's just a really good snack to have and it's really fulfilling and it kind of like is like my breakfast, if you will, or sometimes I'll have it in between classes. Like if I don't have time to get dinner right before I go to one of my classes, um, then that is what I will bring just so I know that I'm not going to be starving or hungry or anything like that. And it does the job. So another thing that is one of my foodie likes is from the brand Benner. It's their unsweetened black tea. I got it from Aldi's the other day and you guys know that I am obsessed with unsweetened tea specifically unsweetened black tea and unsweetened green tea. So I, this past summer, I would go and get their um, big gallon of the unsweetened tea because I just really love the flavor of it and the boldness of it. And it just tasted really, really good. But then after summer season was over, they stopped selling it. So I was like, dang it, like, what the heck? I really love that tea. Like, how am I going to be able to get it? 
But now they started bringing back the bottles. So, you know, I'm just going to go there and buy like a bunch of bottles so that I can have them with me. And then plus summer is coming up soon. So hopefully I will be able to find like the big bottle one. So I don't have to go and buy like a million single bottle ones, even though it's probably better as far as portability is concerned. But I like being able to fill up my own bottles and all that jazz. Another favorite of mine, like another foodie like, is this brand that I discovered at Whole Foods. I discovered them because they had a sale and then plus there was a prime deal that was associated with it. So I got it for like a really good price. And it's from this brand called the Meatless Farm Co. And they make plant-based meat free products and so they have like a burger and then they also make a plant-based meat-free ground so it's kind of like a meatless ground beef type of substance type of thing so I tried their burgers because their burgers were on sale like I said you get two um they actually tasted really good um I would recommend them they're really simple as far as like making them and they really do taste juicy and they taste like an actual burger and not in a scary way because I told you, I don't know if I told you guys before, but I know that I've tried like the Impossible Burger before and it freaked me out how much it tasted like an actual burger. But with this one, like it tastes like a burger, but it also tastes like a meatless burger at the same time. So I still feel like I'm a vegetarian and I don't feel like I'm eating actual beef. So I really like this one. This burger is really high in protein. I want to say that it has about like 25 grams of protein in it. Like it's really high in it. It's also vegan friendly. It's wheat free, gluten free. They say it has a really good source of fiber. There's natural ingredients in it. Like 10 out of 10 recommend. I would definitely go get it again. And I'm kind of interested in trying their um, meatless ground just because I know their burgers taste it good. And I think what's interesting about this one is that it also is a mixture of not only the pea protein, which is what's used in the Beyond Meat burgers, but there's also a mixture of the pea, rice, and soy protein. So but that was interesting. So another favorite is a local favorite that also I found in Whole Foods a while back. And it's from the brand Naughty Pretzels. And they have these pretzels that I've been literally like, every time they have the... um like sample like a little thing where you can like try samples now obviously this wouldn't be a time they'd be doing samples but like months back they would have it where you could try like this flavor of these pretzels and it was barbecue oh my goodness guys barbecue pretzels is literally a game changer like oh my goodness gracious these pretzels taste so good um my mom recently bought a bag from whole foods one for me and one for her oh my goodness guys like those pretzels are super dangerous like i will eat a bag like nobody's business so like i don't need to get them (laughs) like i don't need to get them often um just because like i know i really like them and i find them really good but like I need to learn some self-control with those pretzels because (laughs) I really don't have any when it comes to those pretzels because they taste so good. Like, think of like a barbecue chip and think of that flavor and imagine it on a pretzel with a little bit more boldness and smokiness to the flavor. Oh my gosh. 10 out of 10. I don't know if they sell them at all Whole Foods. I think it's like a Southeast type of thing. So... Sorry if you don't get them in your area, but if you are a part of the Southeast region, definitely go to your Whole Foods and see if if they have this Naughty Pretzels brand because they are so good.
So now that I've talked about my foodie likes, you guys know that I have to talk about my foodie dislikes. You know, this is kind of like one of those things that you really don't like talking about what you disliked, but you do it anyway. So one of my dislikes is this veggie wrap that I had at a conference um, not too long ago. And it had like butternut squash. I think it had like lettuce, hummus, um, and some other stuff in it. I don't really know. It was like super odd. And plus, I'm not really a big fan of wraps. So it was just a no-go for me. I just didn't really enjoy it. I mean, I liked the butternut squash because I'm a big fan of butternut squash. But like... I did not enjoy it with hummus. Mm-mm. Like I see the thought process. Like I see, you know, you get the protein from the hummus, you know, the lettuce for the veggies, you know, the butternut squash for a little bit more of like, like a savory type taste. Like I see the process. I see it. Like I can visualize it in my head, but like it just didn't taste that great in my opinion. Like I was happy I brought an alternative so that I wasn't just relying on that wrap for lunch. So that is probably my foodie dislike. So now that I've talked about my foodie likes and dislikes, I guess we can get right into the foodie news. So the foodie news article I'm going to be talking about today is weirdly from the Wall Street Journal. Don't really know why, but it's about facts and myths about boosting your immune system. And talking about basically like what you can do in order to make sure that um, you're as healthy as you can be in the midst of, you know, this coronavirus really just spreading around the world. Like it's not even just a U.S. thing. It's literally spreading around the world. So the first thing that the article talks about is really just keeping your stress levels down. And, you know, they talk about how stress can really just hurt your immune system and you really just need to try to minimize your stress and to really just not panic. I know it's very hard, especially when there's a lot of unknowns, but really that's going to be the best thing that you can do for your body. The second thing is exercise. Now, exercise, it can help with naturally lowering your cortisol levels and really help with immune system function. Um, that's what this doctor named Dr. Diamond says, um, and that one medical, this says it recommends 30 to 60 minutes of exercise a day. So a superfood that can help with, um, boosting up your immunity is coconut oil. And the reason why coconut oil is uh, good for you immunity is because it contains two special ingredients that make it excellent for that. And that they're um the two ingredients they're antiviral properties and so they're commonly referred to as lauric acid and caprylic acid and they're both are well known for fighting off yeast overgrowth along with bacterial infections, um so coconut is comprised of fifty percent lauric lauric acid and that body and that your body converts to monolaurin which is an antiviral agent that fights off a variety of pathogens and viruses um, so really coconut incorporating coconut oil into your day-to-day life is going to be helpful for you that's not something that I found in this article um, it's something that I just know from personal experience um, and that you can you know put it you can cook with it um, you can you know I know some people like try to like, eat it I mean if that's what you want to do then do you um, 
but you know find ways to be able to incorporate it into your diet you can bake with it you can put it like in your like smoothies and stuff just find a way that works best for you to be able to incorporate it into like your day-to-day life so that you can make sure that you help your body with um, supporting the good bacteria and helping to fight the bad bacteria and viruses within your body. Um, another uh, tip that um, is actually from the article, it is not a personal tip of mine, is to, it says to watch your diet and to stick to a healthful, balanced diet that's filled with a lot of colorful fruits and vegetables just to make sure that you're getting enough vitamin D and zinc and other um, vitamins and minerals that are super important. Um, They also say that you should be able to get enough of those vitamins and minerals through your diet and that being able to, um, yeah, and like you should be able to get those vitamins through your diet. article also says, but because vitamin D deficiency is really common, the experts do recommend supplementation if your levels are low. So a really good way to be able to um, make sure that your diet is, you know, really nutrient dense is eating lots of dark green leafy vegetables, whether that's kale, whether that's spinach, which is not one of my personal favorites, whether that's collards, whether that's mustard greens, dandelion leaves, you know, those types of leaves. Um, They also mentioned berries, but I don't eat fruit. Um, They also mentioned nuts and seeds. Um, Obviously, if you don't, if you have um, an allergy or a sensitivity to nuts, obviously nuts doesn't apply. And also minimizing foods that have sugar and trans fats because those aren't nutrient dense and that your immune system really needs fuel so making sure that you are avoiding ultra low carbohydrate diets and drinking a lot of water and reducing your alcohol consumption because that can interfere like with your sleep and um also the article talks about like don't smoke don't vape those types of things it's really not going to help you especially because it's dealing with your like respiratory system like that's just really not going to help you if you have any respiratory types of problems because the coronavirus that's literally that's what it can affect people who are immuno um sensitive can like they're really at risk for the virus so i would not recommend you to continue doing those things if you do those things so yeah So now that I am done with the foodie news, I guess we can get right into today's topic. So like I said, today I'm going to be talking about allergies with it being like allergy season and also talking about COVID-19, aka the coronavirus. So I'm going to be talking about like the differences between the two in terms of like symptoms and similarities in terms of symptoms. Um, I really just wanted to talk about this because literally at my school when someone sneezes everyone flinches and like looks at the sneezer with dirty looks and honestly like I'm kind of guilty of being one of those people who gives dirty looks but that's just because I'm not trying to nor do I want to catch like anything like nada like nothing like no want to stay healthy I want to stay healthy that's the plan that's what's gonna happen So people around me are just constantly using like wet wipes and hand sanitizer and disinfectant wipes and 
wearing face masks and using disinfectant wipes and literally wiping down desks and chairs and computers and phones and wiping down things in their rooms and you know, I've done my own research on the virus, especially since my state has multiple cases of it. And plus, there was a person who tested positive for it that doesn't work too far from my campus. So I've really just been reading about it, wanting to learn about the symptoms, following the CDC's website, and really just trying to educate myself on the matter as much as I can. Especially because this virus looks like it's going to affect my summer internship plan. So I'm just trying to stay woke and trying to just make sure that I am paying attention. So as far as allergy symptoms, you know, if you're not familiar with allergies, but if, I, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you are, but I will say it anyway. So allergy symptoms as far as seasonal allergies include sneezing, runny nose, itchy eyes, and occasionally a cough. And with seasonal allergies, it tends to just affect like your nose and your eyes and it just really just tends to be nasal and the majority of the symptoms are really just like like around like your head they're like local to your head unless you like get a rash but usually it's just like you'll feel it like in your nose your eyes and in your head which is some some symptoms that some people get some people don't get like for me it affects my nose and my eyes a lot and for like my mom it'll affect like her eyes and her head like it's just very different for person to person And usually with like seasonal allergies, they don't result in a fever. And with allergy symptoms, they occur regularly year after year during the same time year after year. So like for me with my seasonal allergies, I know like when it's pollen season, like I'm going to be feeling like crap sometimes. So I know that, you know, they are seasonal allergies because I don't have these problems year round. Like it's just seasonal type of thing. Now with this coronavirus, the symptoms are like a fever, a cough, um, shortness of breath, body aches, and headaches in certain cases. And so with um, the coronavirus and like other like flu symptoms, they tend to be more systematic and like affecting like the whole body rather than like certain parts of your body. So with the virus, it affects not only you know, the other systems within your body, but also like your lower respiratory tract. And so you might not have a runny nose, but you might experience like sore throat or a cough or like a fever or um, shortness of breath. And so also with the coronavirus cases, they usually have like context. So you'll usually end up being asked questions or like trying to answer questions such as like, You know, where have you traveled recently? You know, have you interacted with someone, whether that was at home or at work or at school, who has traveled recently? And if so, like, where did they go? You know, did they go on a cruise ship? Did you go on a cruise ship? Like those types of questions. Um, But yeah, those are like the symptoms from what I've read from like multiple websites, whether that's like the CDC, CNN, those types of news outlets, just because I am trying to relay correct information so what they share so what they share in common as far as symptoms is a cough and like the beginning stages of allergies and the virus they're very similar so you really just have to pay attention and see if your symptoms end up persisting and getting worse and not better and if someone gets a cough and it's you know mild 
then like I said, you monitor it, see if they develop a fever. If you develop a fever, then that's where it's more of a concern. Now, another thing that I want to talk about is not only the differences between having seasonal allergies and like the coronavirus's terms of symptoms, but also talking about how is it going to affect people who suffer from allergies. So when you have seasonal allergies, you know, you want to scratch your eyes constantly and like rub them. You're always sneezing or wiping or blowing your nose and you're touching your face a lot and then a a lot more than like a lot of other people. And so that could make it easier for, you know, the coronavirus to spread, um, which is very, 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 very unfortunate. And since, you know, allergies are an immune system reaction, um, unfortunately, people with allergies don't have a better chance of fighting off the infection. So really the thing that needs to be super important and it's something that I tend to have to do anyway just because I'm very 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 sensitive when it comes to my seasonal allergies is like if you're outside like wherever you are like wash your hands wash your body do whatever I know for me like my allergies are really really bad um especially like when I used to play soccer like during like spring soccer season like I would get hives on my legs like if I would be in the grass so I would always have to be taking showers like all the time like sometimes twice in a day just because I would just have it on my body so much and like I'd always have to wash my hands wash my arms especially if I was playing with my dog on the same days I had practice so really um making sure that your body is clean but also at the same time making sure you're not stripping your skin at the same time so really just making sure that you're practicing um really good um washing practices and hygiene practices just to make sure that you are safe because it sucks that this virus could you know really impact people who suffer from allergies and that it's not really that helpful and all that other type of stuff so really just make sure that you are prepared make sure you are equipped make sure you have all the supplies that you need and you know you can't really like we're in this really weird time where there's a lot of unknowns but hopefully we will know a lot more things soon about this But, you know, while we are playing like the waiting game, you know, just make sure that you um, calm, like remain in like a calm state because it's very easy to become very anxious about the situation. I know for me personally, like I catch myself getting very anxious about everything as far as like my school and, you know, moving out of dorms and all this other crazy stuff and always have to catch myself and I really just play um like you know like artists like the afters or for king and country or mercy me and really just watch like steve furtick and other pastors and reading like inspirational christian books and really just keeping myself prayed up because it's very easy to fall into that trap of fear anxiety stress you know that can really not do your body good especially if it's very easy for people to be able to catch this virus like stress is just not gonna be any helpful at all it's just going to make things a lot worse so make sure that you're healthy 
making sure that you are keeping an eye out on, you know, the news, what the CDC is saying, you know, um, the WHO organization, World Health Organization, and just being safe. So that wraps up today's episode. Um, I hope you guys found this episode really informational and very helpful. Um, and like I said, stay safe. You know, hopefully you guys like this podcast. If you do, hopefully you'll rate it five stars. And I will talk with you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.